BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, man? Kelly Kupat's here. Enzo Amore vapes where he wants to. You might want to just put a burrito in front of him just to make sure he doesn't start from the from middle. And Gene, after this, give me more morphine. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Episode 244 of the show. Uh, I feel like I spoke to you guys just last night because I did. Because we pre-recorded an upcoming episode. So look for that. A couple movie reviews coming over the course of the next few weeks. So a couple movies coming at you, a couple classic 80s hits, nostalgia in full effect. Um, we Something new to the show, a listener, a hero called, and I said this, I tweeted this out, and I, I don't know, I can't, I can't tell when somebody's trying to be funny. I can't. I said, because I said, a heroic listener created this for us and then I posted a link to our new subreddit which is what you call a page on on Reddit so a, a listener called Michael Vick did nothing wrong and not only hey maybe that's maybe that's a joke in its own I assume so that I'm not going to I'm not going to debate that one made a made a subreddit and he sent me an email and he's like hey here's a subreddit see if people will join and also he's like what do you think about 50 people will join and i go yeah i mean we get you know quite many many listeners every week in the thousands at least 50 of them are probably on reddit and so far i've just looked we have 12 12 subscribers on reddit so if you're a redditor you can join but i tweeted it out it's just called tbls underscore podcast on reddit i tweeted out a link and i said some heroic listener made a subreddit for us and i thought that was really cool and then somebody responded pretty liberal use of the word heroic and i mean there's no sarcasm font or anything and so i don't know like obviously i was sort of joking but i was I was, I didn't want to just respond to the guy's tweet with a, with the definition of hyperbole because maybe he was making a joke that I didn't get because he clearly didn't seem like he got the joke I was making. 
But either way, it was very nice of Vic did nothing wrong to make this beautiful Reddit for us. And there's a lot of there's a lot of conversations going on there. Um, episode that so there's a there's a conversation about episode two forty three. What's the number that one's called? Um, and then somebody, our friend Dolomite, has posted a topic: Can we preemptively ban Ish from the sub? Um, so you can respond to that. What's the best movie review episode to date? Top Gun getting some love there. Who are your top three guests of the show? Takashi Six Nine. Or, spoiler alert: Arrested on racketeering charges. I'm sure we'll discuss that later. So, point is, you're on Reddit. Go there. TBLS underscore podcast on Reddit and be part of the community there. I am part of the community there now. I am now a Redditor. And so I go on there and check it and I make comments on those, on those posts and maybe I'll start some posts on my own. Who knows? Um, so do that. Thank you very much. Vic did nothing wrong. You are a hero. Uh, joining me now as always Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I I got to be honest. I clicked on that Reddit link or subreddit yeah, link. You didn't get it. I, you didn't get it. It's confusing. But I don't understand Reddit. Reddit just seems like the internet in 1995. Yeah. It's like message boards. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. But it's, it's right, like I, the most, but it's like the most traffic site on the internet. So people like okay. message. So people boards, long apparently. for the past. Um, I guess. Well, it's just like a little bit of everything. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's uh, Yeah, but sometimes somebody will DOS. send me something that comes from a Reddit link, and it, it's great. Because it's, I guess it's more just people sharing stuff, and it, it can be good and can be the depths of humanity. If And I don't want an answer to this, so please nobody answer me. Um, it, how come when you Google something, if Reddit is the most trafficked site on the internet? That's it's in the top three. How come when you Google something, a Reddit link doesn't always come up first? Don't answer no, that. Never I don't does. want. I don't want to answer. Yeah, I don't but, either. Yeah. Um. So we recorded last night. We've got we've yes. got a, a few movies coming yeah. in the near future. Um, one to one one in the can. One to record next week that will run next week, and the one that's in the can will drop a couple weeks after that. And one to close the year. And then we're going to do – yeah, and then another one we're going to do. Right. So we've got three. To celebrate Christmas. 20, 2018. Yeah, um, it's exciting. Uh, so we were recording and then Buzz was building about this NFL game, the Chiefs versus Rams. So after we recorded, I watched the fourth quarter. There might have been 10 minutes left in the game, something like that. And yeah. it yeah, was entertaining fun. for sure. Um, I mean, it was pretty good. There were, it, unfortunately, the young QB, he he um, he heaved a couple easy picks. Right, down they were the they were they were floaters. Yeah, he Felt just like he just they were off balance hung, throws or something. They they yeah, really he just hung it up there because he's got a cannon arm. But they were yeah they were rough. But anyway, it was entertaining. Lead changes and everything. Highest scoring Monday Night Football game of all time. One of the highest scoring NFL games of all time. Right. Continue. But the hyperbole, yeah, people get excited, and and I get you know the uh, the the moment people getting caught up in the moment, and that's fine. But people saying, well, this is why the NFL is the greatest thing ever. Uh, 
you can see probably two Big 12 games a week that are yeah. that. How and about the how about the Red River shootout? See, I'm, I see how I'm not politically correct. The Red River shootout yeah, Red River this year was rivalry. amazing. Yeah, get yeah. the fuck out of here with that alliteration. It was incredible. My fucking horns. Was it forty-seven, forty-four? That game, something it, like it, that. But it was, it was back, and it was fucking just both teams throwing haymakers down the stretch, and that happens on the regs in the college game. Yeah, always in the Big Twelve, and then sometimes Pac twelve. You, you never know. But. Did you did you happen to see what my all time um favorite yeah Pac twelve after dark last week my sure. my all time favorite college football team the uh, Washington State Cougs oh yeah. they hung they hung Uncle Rico is their quarterback he had fifty five and a half yeah they hung sixty nine on on the uh, Wildcats and the not so Wildcats they had fifty five or fifty four yeah. or something fifty five yeah. I think at the half. My man, my all-time favorite quarterback, and a guy with Gardner. a mustache, Manishu, the yeah. second. That means that there. That means that there's another dude called Gardner Manishu. First of all, the the graduate quarterback graduated from somebody else. Now somewhere else. Now goes Uncle to Washington Rico. State. Yeah, he threw seven touchdown passes last week. <laughs> They're fun. Leach is always fun, and I will never yeah. forgive. Uh, at one point, Texas Maryland Tech. had a, no Maryland oh. had a coaching change. He wanted to go there. He was tight with the Under Armour guy, and the chancellor's like, "Well, he did uh, treat Craig James's son unfairly, so they like backed away from him at the last minute." He yeah, was totally to trumped, sign. totally trumped up. And guess at what? Texas Tech. Yeah. And guess what? He's been great. Wazoo, go to Spokane yeah. and talk about like, and and try to convince people to come there because there's some natural. Right. Homegrown talent there. Yeah, look up and down that roster and find one single guy that's going to the NFL. They're nine and but one even, in the Pac-10. Even even if there are, they're certainly not from Eastern Washington. No, they're JUCO right? guys. Yeah. They're guys no, that are not. buying into Mike Leach having a fun offense, and he's always been fun forever. Even when he was the offensive coordinator for Kentucky way back in the day, I think he was Tim Couch's OC. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a big weirdo. He's a big, weird, strange person with odd yeah, thoughts that, love loves, the guy, like, <laughs> that loves pirates. I think yeah. he's got some weird shit going on. I but think as, he might be in the birther yeah, realm or something. He's, yeah, He's into some weird shit. Conspiracy theorist for sure. But the guy can fucking coach. And coach he him can, up. And not just that. He can coach a fun team to, to watch. He's so, an innovator. Right? I mean – you, yeah. you need guys like that, and that's why, to me, college is always better than the NFL because a guy like that can exist. There are no mm-hmm. Washington Agreed. states in the NFL. I mean, eventually the NFL has ad- adapted or picked up yeah. on the college offense thing, so now everybody's running that. But the NFL, almost everybody runs the same shit, or within three years they're all running the same shit. Remember, and West Coast was like one guy was Bill Walsh was West Coast, and then everybody kind of ran a variation of that. Like it, nothing is just you never have a Navy and a Washington State in the same league. Never in the yeah. NFL. And the the that game, that NFL game, the Chiefs and the Rams was incredible game. But that's that's once every twenty five years. Like yeah. pretty much every game is twenty one to seventeen. Like there's not, there's right. not, they don't really, unless it's the Saints or the Rams or the Chiefs, nobody's like really hanging big numbers on each other. That just doesn't happen. 
It doesn't happen, and it does happen frequently in college football. Yeah. Um, right. Speaking of college football, I mean, this oh. was a horrible week. Three and zero. Did you go three and zero again? Mm, Two and one. The, one of listen. the one. Yeah, because it was a bad week. One yeah. of the teams I picked was a team I swore off. I picked Oklahoma again, and guess what? Oh my god! They gave yeah. up fucking forty to Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. So again, Kyler, who's going to come in second in the Heisman, he was yeah. awesome. Kyler. He was yeah. awesome. Right. But you're going to get you're going to let Kansas score forty against you. So no, yeah. I lost that one minus thirty five and a half. Now is answer me this: Is Les Miles the coach at Kansas? They or named he's, him. They named him. He's like going to be the coach. Yeah. Okay. He's he's really dying that hair. And, and I, also, I sent you that clip. Yeah. How the mighty have fallen. This this Les Miles, he was the coach at LSU, and they were pretty good. And he's and he's a Michigan man, so they're like, oh, he's going to leave to coach Michigan. And like he's and every big job, they're like, oh, Les Miles, he's going to Texas. Les Miles going to to Georgia. Like every every big job that opened, Les Miles was was going to be the guy. Then things got kind of kind of sideways at LSU. Too much grass. No, yeah, now he's a fucking coach at Kansas. Like you got to strike while work. the iron's hot. No, to to win at no. a place like Kansas, you no. need to be a Mike Leach type. You need to to change yeah, it up, do things different. I mean, Les Miles is going to run three yards in a cloud of dust kind of offense. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna suck there. I mean, who can forget Oregon for thirty years was the fucking was just the stomped on little sister of the Pac-10, and yeah, they had Nike. You know, that was Nike school or whatever, and Nike came on. But it wasn't until they started doing things a little bit differently, thinking outside of the box, that things really took off. And now they're a powerhouse or, you know, they're down this year. But for the most part, they're, you know, one of the better teams in the better, in one of the better conferences. So uh, I like that. I like, I've always said that. Like, if you're running the single wing or the fucking option or doing weird shit, which is all over the place in college football, I'm going to sit down and watch the game. If you got a blue field, I'm going to fucking sit down and watch the game. I love that kind of shit. Yeah, and I, I will go back to the NFL game last night. It yeah, was a good game. It. it was fun. That was amazing, yeah. But Great. it was supposed to be Three defensive touchdowns. It was supposed to be in Mexico City, yeah. but then they switched it at the last minute. Yeah. And so it wasn't in Mexico City. But ESPN already had their producers coming up with segments where they were going to go live from a bar in Mexico City and yeah, yeah. soak up the vibe. And they they were – I forget the name, but they were saying, oh, we're from you know the Aztec bar in Mexico City yeah. or whatever it was. And it, somebody uh, found out that was a Buffalo Wild Wings in Burbank. Yeah, because unless you go to a place in Mexico City that has a huge expat community, yeah, nobody was watching the NFL game last night. <laughs> no, that's Just, the thing with these games in London. They have like three or four games a year. Yeah, they might be able to support a team, but it's all expats. It's not like the locals yeah. give a shit. It's just there are no. a lot of Americans living abroad. Yeah, and just stop trying to shove football up people's ass. Like, just have it here. It's fine. Like, you want to put a team in Toronto? I'm with you. You want to put a team in Montreal? All for it. But yeah, you that's, think, but that's America's hat. You're, we're not talking right. about. That's part of America. They got they got their own football up there. They got twenty yard. They're North ends American, off. but yeah. Europe, 
Me- no. Mexico, they don't. No. They, they're these are soccer cultures. Stop trying to export that shit. It's it's uh, it's just it's fine. You know, it's already it's it, the popularity. Like NFL football's peaked. To quote, to quote. Well, I mean, he didn't make up this quote, but he said it in relation to the NFL. Mark Cuban. Pigs get fed. Hogs get slaughtered. <laughs> and that's he's talking about the NFL. Like they're too greedy, too too big for their own britches. Uh, you know, and now that that people get brain damage. Did anybody watch 60 Minutes this week? One of the smart guys from the NFL. Tim Green, the fucking novelist, the ex-defensive lineman, the Syracuse guy, he's got fucking ALS. And if you watch that, if you watch that segment on him, not you fun. fucking cried because yeah. it's not super good. fucking sad and depressing. And that's like one in ten guys in the NFL. And that's the game you're watching. That's the game you're watching. It's it's a game where guys are getting brain damage every well, single night. So I'm, hey. I, I, I don't want to disparage football because I think some of the shit that they do – Equipment contracts, they could make it safer, but money wins out like, like everything. But, but there are, I've, I've also seen these real sports or these different uh, studies where they say if they required a certain mouthpiece and helmet, they could, they could do a much better job and they don't because money, money is winning there. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything else? Yeah. I watched that. I watched that new Coen Brothers movie. Oh, is it good? I thought it was really fucking good. It's not a. It's a series of I, vignettes. I love their take on uh, uh, True Grit. It's a western, right? I love yeah, their take on True Grit, and it was way better than John Wayne's version because oh, John totally. Wayne's an awful actor. <laughs> totally. You know, I was just. It was just like I think Saturday night. I was getting ready to go to bed, and I was just kind of flipping channels, and Fargo was on the movie Fargo. And it was like the second half of it, and I watched it, and I had for, hadn't seen it in a long time, and I was like, "Man, these fucking guys are so good at making yeah. shit." And and then so then the next night that movie had come out, and I watch it, and it's a series of maybe like five or six vignettes all set. It's called Bust- in the something West. Buster, Str- the Ballad Scruggs. of Buster Scruggs, and it is so fucking good because every single one of them, you're like. What is going on here? You're like you're really not sure how things are going to turn out. It's not they're not predictable stories. They're weird stories, and they kind of like slow burn, even though they're short. And you're like, what is going to happen with this? And then every single one of them takes a fucking crazy weird turn, and you're like, holy shit! Like I didn't want it to end. So highly recommend. And then here's another thing. I've been looking. So there's no movies out right now. And I, I, I've been seeing for weeks the commercial, the, the trailers for this Freddie Mercury movie. And every time, every time one would come on, I would go, man, this looks so bad. I go, this thing's going to be such a failure. Nobody's going to go see this. It just looks awful. And then to a man, every single person I've heard that's seen it, it's like, it's amazing. It's incredible. Mm. It's 90 something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody says it's good, but I maintain that I would hate it if I saw it. It just looks terrible to me. Ed, you've seen it. What are your thoughts? I very much like Queen. But I love not, Queen. But not – it's not like something that was – you know, people who – the band is a religion to them. I just think they rock out. They're just fucking – Oh, they're great. Fat bottom girls or whatever. Yes. You know, they just kick then, ass. 
best vocalist of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's he's, just he's, so good. Yeah, only Mick Jagger is in the in the stratosphere as Mercury. Um, however, I liked it because they at least treated people who like Queen to a steady diet of Queen music. I like that. So at least for a bi- – it was a boilerplate biopic. Yeah. You know, hey, we're struggling to figure it out. We figured it out. We're going to do it our own we're way. Big like, stars. There was, we're falling there, apart now. Like, there wasn't – there was, it wasn't so crazy, but at least they knew what they were, and they kept playing hits. And Queen has a fucking lot of hits. And then they finish up with Live Aid, which, yeah. you know. So, so you, I remember watching you, it as a kid. Yeah, as a kid, yeah. I didn't even know yeah. that much about Queen, but he Neither was the most I. magnetic guy on the stage. Crazy. And so, like, at least it knows what it, it is, and it's trying to appeal to people who like Queen, which most people should like Queen. But it's not, it's not that crazy. And I hear yeah. people mad that, like, oh, they didn't talk about the darker side of drug abuse and AIDS. I mean, they, they touched on it, but did you show up for the movie to hear – to hear fat bottom girls, or did you want to see him just getting pounded and get AIDS? But I did. I mean, I did hear that he used to throw parties where he'd have midget midgets walking around with trays of cocaine. They, and they, they I would just, like to like, see that. They they just showed. I'd also was, like to go to that party. I don't know if it was a PG thirteen, but it was like a PG thirteen right. rated um, party scene. They yeah. they showed that there were drugs and debauchery, but they didn't get like. You know, kind of glossed over. So I would say gritty, probably a great airplane movie. Um, Right. Wait till it's on TV. I see shitloads of movies, so I'm I'm fine with it, but it was not great. It was just who doesn't like hearing some good queen music. Yeah, I love it. I'll uh, I'll watch it when it's on Hulu or whatever. Okay. Some emails, voicemails. Oh, one thing. I I, I told you the game I lost, but I went two and one. Does that get you paid? I can't remember. Yeah, that gets you paid. Yeah, that gets you paid. That's sixty six percent. That's every week. I'm just almost sixty seven. Every yeah. week I'm doing. This. Have you how how many losing weeks have you had? I've had zero in five zero. weeks. So zero. One week I went four and one. So I'm pretty yeah. sure I get you paid. Yeah, you no, you get you greasy at daily gets you paid a hundred percent. That's for sure. Okay. Um, emails, amigos. Not to go Manuel via email on you, but I just finished up a trip to the work urinal where I didn't check out a flesh sword of a colleague. However, I did let one rip while standing there. John, come on, buddy. Now, normally I would hold it in, but I don't really like the guy, so didn't care. So I didn't care that I let one go. What are your thoughts on this? Do only Jim Tom Sula looking fellas fart while at the urinal? You know I hate that word, John. Or is it fair game? Tom Thanks. Sula? You don't like it, Thompson? <laughs> Thanks. John in Huntington Beach, Fullerton legend. Hey, do you, John? Like, that's probably not – maybe if I was drunk. You know, I don't, I don't notice, like, a lot of air moving through my body in the same way as some of you disgusting pigs out there. Hang on that's a all second. I'll say. Yeah. That's the time that I feel it. When, yeah, yeah. I mean, when yeah, you're pissing, yeah. Like it just everything yeah. gets relaxed, yeah. and yeah, that's true. that's the time in my life where I feel like sometimes I got to hold it in. But if you're yeah. by yourself, fire away. Or right. if you're with a foe, oh yeah, away. you you especially let it fire away. I shouldn't tell this story. I don't know. I like to hold myself above the fray. 
but you're but not. I'll don't 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 play this part back for fancy sauce. I uh I was golfing with some buddies a few weeks ago. And I'm really, this is embarrassing. And I'm on, I'm on the second fairway. I piped a pretty decent drive. I used my three wood off the tee because my fucking driver could go any which direction, but I could get that. If I, if I really hit that three wood, it'll go 240. And so I'm out. I hit a pretty nice drive with my three wood and I'm in the fairway and I'm, I'm set up. I got an approach. I'm going to, I'm going to be on the green with the second shot. And I'm standing over my ball and I'm playing with two other guys and we're walking. One guy is known to people on this show. He's a big golfer. He's big. And uh, so we're, we're, you know, they're looking at me, waiting for me to hit my shot. And I've just, I get up over my shot and by God, Ed, I wasn't going to be able to hit my shot because I had a, I had a rush of gaseous air into my colon that I wasn't expecting. So I actually had to back, a, back off my shot and release that air. And unfortunately, or fortunately, it made an incredibly loud noise. And where we were playing was like in a little canyon area. So there were like walls to either side of me. And directly behind me, was the seventh tee box and there was a foursome getting ready to tee off right there. And it like, it was so loud. It echoed and it was like, it like shook the walls and it was, and it was dead quiet. It was like five o'clock at night. It was like an evening round and it was dead quiet and calm back there. There's, you know, there's like deer eating the grass and it's just like, you kind of have to talk low because everyone can hear you. And it was just two groups, my group and this group of guys behind me, and they fucking lost their shit. They were laughing so hard. They were dying laughing. And to the point where the guys I was with were laughing so hard that as I was driving home from the round, I got a text from one of the guys, and he's like, hey, I'm still – it was a group text. He's like, I'm still laughing my ass off about Brian's part. So it happens to me too. Like sometimes – some if it's going to be funny – let it go. But John, please, not on my talk show. Another one. <laughs> Who are you, Donahue? Let yeah. it go. <laughs> Let it go. Uh, Ballers and Kate. Kyle and Scani is so damn good. Fuck yeah, I, he is. I, I agree the cows and the sun don't care what time it is, but they don't play golf like I do. Please bring back Kate's bubbles during her intro. It was a nice touch. Hashtag Patreon. Hashtag shooting loads. Whoa. Oh, that's, not, that's not a hashtag on this show. Seriously took a turn. All all the best C B in SC. I I agree. Last week, if you didn't listen to episode two forty three, go back and listen because voicemailer Kyle and Scani, he he let us know his occupation, and that occupation is farmer. Love him. I mean, wasn't ready for that. But he just cut Kyle through the bullshit so quickly. Yeah. yeah. We're no, speculating about point, what it is, and he cuts right through the bullshit. Cows don't give a fuck. They don't know what time it is. Right. Don't have watches, cows. Don't yeah. blame essentially, don't blame this on farmers. This is not our deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm like C B and S C. I like to play an evening round of golf. And it's you know, when it's daylight savings, as we here in California, the vanguard of the world, have announced we would like to make it daylight savings all the time. I can make a tea time at 3.30. Tea off at 3.30. I'm done by 7.30, 8 o'clock. Guess what? 
I've played 18 holes and it's still fucking light outside. It's that's that's what we need. The cows don't give a fuck. The cows don't give a fuck that I'm making a tea time at 3:30. They just want to fucking chew their cud, eat their grass. Okay, now we got it's some, we got, and also that um, we got some emails, voicemails. Manuel's back in the mix. All right, what does so he get? I don't know. Let's see. But let's let's does see. Does he have a theme song? <laughs> I can't believe I forgot Manuel's theme song. I can't believe where, oh no, where is it? It's been people. Somebody's been fucking. How do I not have Manuel's theme song queued up? Is it just not here? Insta story, loud comer, all I need, daily's <laughs> choice. My name is Brian can conundrum. Just hold on a second. Hold on briefly. Hold on loosely. And I'm not I'm not gonna get started. I would never have closed that, but maybe I did by accident. The problem is is that all Manuel's emails start with Manuel and then so does the name of the song. So Right. I mean I can get it back, but <laughs> how have I gone? How have I oh hold on. Just hold on. One second here. I found it. Keep talking. We've got, we've, Manuel has weighed in, but he does that every week. Let's be honest. He's always there. He's always in the mix. But who isn't in the mix? Let's do him first. Who isn't typically in the mix is our buddy Telly. Telly Two Putts from Twitter. He is, he is a There was a buildup. He's like, hey, I got the greatest story in the world. Like, you're never going to believe this shit. I'm going to leave a voicemail. What's the number? So many times what, with what's the number. So I gave him the number, and he called in. Now, I haven't listened to these. I told him I was going to go into this dry because this, this story is so great. It's so great that it took him four voicemails to get it through. So you want let's do Telly first, before, and then we'll, then we'll play Manuel's theme song. Okay. Let's see what Telly had to say. What's up, man? Telly Tupac's here. <clears throat> kind of drunk. Like, not too bad. But, uh... So- Telly likes to get fucked up, by the way. He likes to drink Jaeger. He likes to drink Pichoritas. Whoa! Whoa. Like whatever, whatever's Aggressive out there. Stuff. Zima. He loves Zima. He lives, in, he lives in Colorado. Who knows what he gets up to? He likes to drink. He was my deal. Hold up. Let me let me get by. There's some people over here. Oh, there's people that might hear. I thought it was I thought it was on the clear. Hold up. Oh but, my god. It's wasting so our time. Here's what happened. Met her chick a few weeks ago. She's awesome. Cool chick. And long story short, she told me. Well, it, she had a stroke like six years ago. Whoa, it's an older lady. And when she, she she finally told me when she had the stroke, she was fucking coming. She had an orgasm during it, and <laughs> she almost died. Whoa, whoa! And so here I am, and I'm. When I say here I am, like it's you're inside of it, like six hours away from going down. 
Um, what the fuck do I do? Do I fuck her again? Like, do I? She told me she said plenty more orgasm. Oh, I like how he can barely say orgasm. It's but, like me trying to say fart. <laughs> He's it? like Tim and Eric saying Krimbus. Plus, yeah. the dude that dicked her down yeah. and fucking put her in the stroke yeah. five years ago. Yeah. I can't match that. No, Who's you couldn't. going to match a fucking dick down yeah. that almost kills you? And she told me, like, she almost died. Like, yeah. he saved her life. Whoa. What the fuck do I do? No. What do I do? What does he do? Ed. Ed. He he can't match that deep dick in that like how many guys can say I banged a chick so hard she had a fucking stroke. What can say that? But what if the next time you bang her, you crank up some Billy Squire? Stroke me, stroke me. Play the stroke. The stroke, right? Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, Then well, that's a more little like comic relief. Like, no, it's great. A it's a great jam. It's a great jam. Okay, let's see. There's more. Telly's got more. Let's see. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through four of these, Telly, but let's see. Let's hear. He continues. Where's the cliffhanger? I don't, well, that was it. He didn't. He. Let's see if he pays it he, off here. He. Telly's two plus, but. And Beckner. Fucking. Yeah. What? God damn it. I'll okay. that. Uh oh. But, uh. <laughs> Oh, my God, Telly. Anyway. Spit it out. I'm not going to do it. Oh, he's not? And we're oh, hanging out tonight. It's a payoff. She doesn't live, live near me. Yeah. But uh, she comes. She's a guy. She went to school at CSU. So CSU. She's up here this weekend. Telly's a big CSU guy. Go Buffs. She wants it to go down. Like, she wants it. To go down. Yeah. Okay. And so I'm, why don't you? It's a lose right. situation. Like, because you're not going to give. If her a I think her good, am I? Am I going to fucking kill her? No. Do no. I want that? No. No. No fucking way. She's probably Nobody. on medication now. And and yeah. between you and me, yeah, there's no way I can dick her that good. No, that you can't. Fucking dick her and almost killed her. <laughs> There's fucking no way. Maybe, right, maybe, right. maybe Dick are too good. Right, maybe Dick right. are too good. Okay, that's now. I feel like we're we're gonna find out whether or not he banged her. Let's hear the next one, dude. You said you were gonna change the fucking voicemail. I haven't done it yet. It said it was Brian Beckner, but anyway, I meant to do that. <clears throat> I don't know. It's. Yeah. Okay. We don't live near each other, and oh my god, you're saying the same down. shit. And if I fucking kill her, you're not going to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Kelly, well, how do you brag about that? Like, how do you brag? Oh, I killed a chick. I her down that good. Like, I mean, I brag about it. You need to go into every it. situation with confidence, like, dude. Yeah, that's she, right. She told me. She was in a like coma. A coma. It sounded like you said Toma. Do you think? But so she me she was this a Kill Bill situation where guys so were paying to? I don't know what to do, bro. I don't know. Could be. Like, text me back. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> get a, you gotta get a jar of Vaz. Okay, one more. Let's see if this pays off. This is <sighs> one more. Last, last voicemail. 
Second verse, same as the first. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, the first three Dave was the same thing. Also, okay, hold on. He didn't tell me, like, until, like, we got way into... Oh, no, he's just, just still saying the same shit. Our shit. <laughs> like, we're a month into our shit right now. Oh, they've been talking like, for a month. That's a long time to go without fucking. Well, when I had my fucking stroke, I had an orgasm. Like, I was oh, having man. an orgasm, and I would have died. And he that saved her life. He saved your life. Okay, no, we get it. We get it, Telly. Um, I mean, it's not like she's going to have an... Uh, it's not like she's wishing that she had a stroke. It's not like yeah. she's saying the sex was so good. Yeah, I had a stroke. The, I think only she's way saying, have. yeah, I think she's saying I happened to have a stroke while I was doing sex. Like I've never had a stroke, but I imagine that there are a lot of factors that go into it. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. Just, just go for it, buddy. Yeah. Or not. Just, just banger T2P. Jeez. Stop dragging it out. Now I don't know if we have time for Manuel. Let's do let's do him on double speed. The first one's three there's seven minutes of Manuel here. Just so one. we'll just we'll just do the first one and we'll do it on double speed. Here we go. Manuel. Hey, was your name Wanda? Because I Wanda. Yeah, it is. The bowler shop caller made you a dollar. Pimpin' the microphone podcast. What up, fellas? Hey, I just want to give you guys a shout out. For the love, once again, you know, I'm a classic pizza here. Those uh, crust first, these are weirdos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I love the show you guys got on deck here, man. I uh, wanted to do a co-sign on the Woody Harrelson. That's been one of my favorites since the days of Cheers. When Loves that, Woody uh, Harrelson. You know, bartender Great. from uh, now to when he's uh, that crazed zombie killer in Zombie Land. That's a very underrated movie, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah that, is a good, that is a good I, movie. I was a hell of a movie. Quite a few, man. Uh, Indecent Proposal. And oh, this was decent. on Shout out to you, Woody Harrelson. I will be blazing the doobage in your honor tonight. Yeah. A little bit of blank status. Yeah, you he doesn't smoke. We're eating apparatus all on the herbals. But um, that wasn't what I called it. You know what I mean? Uh, I was also tripping on that song, man. I'm glad you guys get a kick out of it. Uh, that numb skull, numb nuts, nitwit from New York. Uh, hey, man. Brand new. Kind of mind, so what can I say? Uh, anyhow, I also wanted to uh, give you guys a movie to try to pull up, man, uh, for review. I heard the guys up there. Oh. That's one of my favorites, too. But how about One Crazy Summer? Uh, also, a John Hughes that yeah. movie. I'm going to give the edge to One Crazy Summer over Better Off Dead myself. But, uh, hey, maybe you can maybe uh, a you know, see what you're I like them both. Uh, I like them both. Anywho, man. Oh, Kyle. Big shout out, Kyle and Stani, man. That's my man right there, man. Yeah. Oh, boy, was hilarious when he was talking about a, was. a farm deal. Like, they don't you know, like, Kyle goes to sleep when he, he wants, yeah. the sun comes up when he wants. I agree. Freaking Kyle. Uh, Freaking Kyle. Yeah, man, but, uh, shoot, man. I can't even think now. I lost my train of thought. Okay. Now, guys, I guess I'll just wrap it up like that, like a fat zigzag squeak. Oh yeah, word. Uh, okay, that, hey, great job, Manuel. Total, totally with you there. Uh, well, better off dead, or uh, what was the other one? One crazy. one crazy summer. Isn't that Demi Moore? I'm all in on that. Yeah, Demi Moore and Bill Murray's brother plays one of the guys. It's yeah, Joel. Bet. And uh, what's his name? Booger's in it too. Yeah, Booger from Revenge uh, of the Nerds might be making an appearance sooner than later on this show. Right. He sees down on his luck. Manuel's a good guy. His voicemails really suck. But this song's great. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got <laughs> nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His faults are useless. Shit, 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 shit. He's fat. Okay. Um, that's it. Thank you, Manuel. Thanks, Telly. Telly, 
I, hopefully by now you've deep dicked that chick. Like, don't. Yeah, good you know. luck, buddy. You can't have the yips. But you know, maybe, telly, maybe learn CPR on before you go over. Telly, Telly, you're a golfer. I know you're big into golf. Two putts. It's your in your name and everything. And I'm not. I'm not a good golfer. I understand you're a pretty good golfer. And the whole thing is when you stand over a shot, you picture yourself hitting a good shot. If you don't picture yourself hitting a good shot, you're not going to hit a good shot. So you can't. You can't have the yips. When it comes to bitches, either you when you when you stand over that puss, you got to be like, oh, man, I'm gonna deep dick this. I'm gonna deep dick this. I'm gonna I'm gonna be given a stroke worthy sesh right now. Like if she doesn't have a stroke, she's gonna be so glad she didn't have a stroke because she was loving the sexing I was providing her. Think of it that way. Got to go in with confidence. I once heard. Tony Hawk, someone asked Tony Hawk, like, oh, how do you, like, what's the, how do you learn to do a trick or whatever? And he goes, well, the number one thing is just knowing that I can, I'm going to make it. Like, not, not having any doubt that when I go for it, I'm going to land. And it's true. If you, if you have any trepidation, that she's not going to have a stroke. She's also, she'll probably ghost your ass because you didn't come at it full force. Go in there. But- and give that broad a stroke, yes? But bring it back to Billy Squire, who did the stroke. And also put on the stroke, the song. <laughs> and that that's a kick-ass, like, 1982-ish type of jam. Right. But then he had no fear when he did that video, Rock Me Tonight, where he's yeah, kind of dancing around faggy. in satin yeah. sheets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes you might want to, you know, hesitate on things. But well, no, no, no you can't give him – that can't be your swing thought. Don't listen to the haters, Telly. Yeah, don't Go don't for it. watch the Rock Me Tonight video before you have. Definitely to- not. Definitely not. Unless you're unless you're trying not to come, don't come, Telly. Or uh, yeah. All right. yeah. Okay, um, Ed. What is going on in the world of sports? Oh, let's hit some, let's hit some headlines. Farting controversy clouds. Oh my god! Darts quarterfinal. If you're showing up for the the darts quarterfinal. Probably yeah. flatulence is, is making an appearance, but you gotta love, you gotta love farting controversy clouds, Grand Slam yeah, of darts quarter. Because of course, but because it's the Guinness. Yes, like the that Guinness, very gassy. Yeah, you'll blow some out. It's the yeast. Mm-hmm. Any Guinness isn't a necessarily a heavy beer. It's a dark beer, but it doesn't drink heavy. It drinks more like a lager. It's very not not a lot of carbonation. You're not burping a lot, but it's the yeast. And not a ton of calories either. It's right? actually yeah, it's, low yeah, it's like calorie. Close to a corona yeah. in calories. Yeah. You it's it's the yeast though. That'll really that'll really get things. But also gamesmanship. You're up there playing darts. It's a concentration game. Yeah, you gotta put it all out there. You gotta you gotta fucking fuck with the other guy. Psych out shit. That's right. All right, what else? Uh, former WWE wrestler Enzo Amore booted off flight because he wouldn't stop vaping. Well, that Enzo Amore vapes Enzo, where he wants can you, to. Can you stop vaping? Nah, I can't do, you, do that. I can't, is that his, no can do. Is that his given name? Enzo Amore? Is he, is he when related? the moon hits your eye like a big vapor pie. Is he, is he at all related to the vaping congressman Duncan Hunter? <laughs> because he vapes he vapes in 
house cool guy. committee meetings. Yeah, he's super cool. He won re-election. I just want everyone to know I'm cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna vape on the job. Well, it turns out he's taken all sorts of money from vape companies, <laughs> and so <laughs> he's actually advertising. Yeah, he's doing a commercial, and then he's taking that money and he's using it on his mistresses. <laughs> so, like, of course he is, because he's a fucking vaping congressman named Duncan. I would have appreciated him more if he was taking money from the big yo-yo. Duncan yo-yos. He's just yoing, <laughs> doing right yo-yo tricks. Like, uh, hearings. I had a yo. I had a yo-yo phase that lasted was- probably like twenty minutes one time. Yeah. I thought, oh, I'll do some like tricks. Sixth grade, a bunch of boys yeah. got yo-yos, and we're yeah. like, yeah, let's walk the dog. Yeah, but I'm not digging the part where I have to re-roll it up. So yeah. let's, let's just end gets, this thing. It's all twisted. It's like fishing. One more note on wrestling. Friend of the show, Travis Rogers, he does his show from just in in the same complex, LA Live, right by the Staples Center. And I, I guess they had like a big wrestling thing at Staples Center this couple days ago. And he he texted me a picture the next morning. There was like a meet and greet, and there were adult men standing in line to meet wrestlers. And a bunch of them were holding their very own wrestling belts. Uh oh. And our guy Telly is worried about having sex with an actual woman. <laughs> like, there's people with bigger problems out there. Uh, okay, what else? Lawsuit accuses Illinois football parent of dressing like a ref to impact the game. So good. <laughs> the dude just kept calling holding penalties. So good. <laughs> and my buddy, uh, I was at a group text this morning. My buddies and I were discussing it. And my buddy goes, the parent, his name is Richard Mercado, which means his name translates to Dick Market. Dick Market. Dick Market was out there. So many holding. Sling and holding calls. How, did he do like a naked gun where he like tied up the other ref and like put yeah. him in the trunk? <laughs> about it so he not only got the halloween costume he showed up like a ref did he bring flags he brought yeah he would have had the whole thing the long socks because the halloween costume doesn't come with actual flags i wouldn't think he brought his own flags and he'd have to know how to do that thing where they where they wind the whistle thing around their hand so it's like real tightly tied on yeah yeah Yeah. but buddy also quick reminder Nobody gives a shit about your son's football game. No, no, not even your son. <laughs> uh, Dwight Howard heckled by arena worker during post-game free throw oh, practice. Oh, that's, that's poor <laughs> Dwight. Dwight Howard seems like a real turd. However, well, he's really this, he he's really simple. Worker. Where yeah. the fuck is worker, buddy? Yeah. You make your living based on Dwight Howard and people entertaining, and then you you work in the arena. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, what? Mind your own guy's, fucking business. He's trying to sell some tickets for and you. After the game, this isn't during the game, and he's a piece of shit or something. This is after the game. He's only trying to make his game better. Yeah. To this improve. is this, huh? this is a guy that's been that's been maligned his whole career for not taking it seriously enough, and here he is shooting throws after the game. I got to tell you, after a game, and he's he's in Washington right now, and I know they're playing horribly. The the last thing you want to do is hang out on the court. When you lose a game, you want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. 
but he's shoot, shooting throws. Interesting that this is the second day in a row you and I have a, had a conversation about a dude named Howard shooting free throws. <laughs> hint. Hint, um, hint. What else? Gritty inspired protesters chase far right Proud Boys rally out of Philly. Oh, I'm tearing up a little bit. Gritty. How sweet is that? Like just when you think gritty can't get better. Yeah, gritty is of course gritty's the best, but not only is gritty the best, he's he's fucking up right alt right fuckwits in yeah, Philly. Proud boys. Yeah, fuck the just proud boys hate, in their fucking hate khakis. rallies and they just yeah, showing up in their khakis and they just surround people and beat them up. they yeah. but never one on one fights. Because the no, proud boys aren't very proud of themselves. Fucking pussies. Uh, what else? Canadian curling team kicked out of tournament for being extremely drunk. Now, how's that? Why is that penalized? I didn't. I didn't realize sober curling was a thing. It's it's kind of it's kind of like bowling or golf or pool. Right. Like you're pretty bad at it until you have like two to three beers, and then suddenly you're like, oh, "Fuck, I'm kind of good at this." And any any uh, sport where you can smoke a cigarette while doing it means you can drink during it. Of course. That's, that's performance enhancing, if anything. Maybe that was the thing. They're like, hold on, hold on. You guys, you guys got drunk first? And they're like, yeah? And they're like, no. You're going to be too good. It's not fair to the other curlers out here. They didn't know that they could get drunk also. So since they're sober and you're drunk... That's a that's a performance enhancing substance for curling. I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to disqualify you. Right, because you, just think about the movement of curling. You just kind of glide on the ice. It would be way Beautiful. better drunk. The sweeping, yeah. sweep it this direction, rub the thing, like really sweep yeah. it hard. Yeah, if you're shit faced, that, that's a fun activity. Totally, I would do it. Like if I was Canadian, that would be like a thing that I, I'd get into a league or something. Yeah, I'm just not around that much ice in my life. Uh, no, I don't. Can't say that I've ever really been on much ice. Uh, Condoleezza Rice on Brown's head coaching wish list. Yeah. Any, anybody buying that as a real thing? I mean, it made headlines. Well, she was on the college football playoff committee yeah, for no the, reason. Also, the BCS what? because she's just a big fan. Okay, mm-hmm. but I, I am totally fine with like in the NBA, there are some uh, women assistant coaches, but Condi Rice has zero coaching experience. Yep. And she was like really pretty important on a pretty bad decision that kind of caused ice. It's, well, I was wondering about that. Do you think um, she's like, she would be coaching and they would like give her the other team's playbook and she'd be like, oh, we don't need that. And they're like, wait, no, wait, we gave you that one thing. Um, we gave you that one thing that said what they were going to do. And she, and they'd be like, what did it say, Condi? And she'd be like, I don't remember. I think it said something along the lines of um, Steelers determined to blitz on third down, uh, stunting through the A-gap or something. I can't remember exactly, but something along those lines. Do you, you think that would be Yeah, that's, that would be an issue But that, that – I mean, that certainly qualifies her to do anything she wants. She went to Stanford. She's a very accomplished woman, but this yeah. strikes, this reeks of tokenism. Right. And, and, and a media stunt. Yeah. And the Browns at this point need to actually just make good decisions. Yeah. If you're Baker Mayfield. Like firing Hugh Jackson, that was a good decision. Baker Mayfield at this point 
Yeah. Should be asking for a trade. All right, I, oh. I can't be a part of this bullshit. Yeah. Get me, Put a me on coach. a good team. I'm good. Condi Rice is not a coach. You're you're wasting my prime. Like no no stunting unless it's me on the field because I'm Baker Mayfield and I know how to dance. Yep. All right, non sports. Okay, Thanks to yep. anti vaxxers. North Carolina is suffering through its worst chickenpox outbreak in two decades. Okay, anti-vaxxers. I mean, the 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 data's are in, guys. Like we we know, like vaxing, good, yeah, not was, bad. There was a report like twenty years ago in yeah. a British journal, and like two months later, they they retracted it and said, yeah. "We're sorry, this guy is decrepit." The guy made it up. Yeah. The guy That's made it. it up. He's he's been he's been debunked. He made and it all up. Playboy Playmate ran with it. Yes. And Oprah empowered her. With their big old jugs. Yeah. And that's it. That's yeah. where we're at. There there was no no there was no proof. No proof. No. There was no proof. There's never been any proof. And I'll be honest. I didn't know there was a chicken pox vaccine. Oh yeah. I didn't realize this. My kid, because I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, my kids have never had chicken pox. How's that possible? But I'm, I'm got to assume they've been, they've been inoculated against it. Yeah, they probably have. I, I, I'm pretty sure I remember my kids getting it. Yeah, get it. Get the flu shot. Get all the shots. Every all fucking shot you can get. Get a shot. If you want to spread it out, because some people like they feel sick when they get a shot. Spread it out a little bit, but but just get the shots. Yeah, a, a couple years ago, there was a mumps outbreak at fucking Disneyland That's because right. of all these because we're losing the herd mentality. It's not the herd mentality. What's the phrase I'm thinking of? Herd. I'm not sure where you're. It's going. when you inoculate the whole herd. The yeah. point is, is that the people that it doesn't work for, because not because because the vaccinations are like ninety percent effective. So, but the. But it doesn't matter because the people that it doesn't work for aren't going to be exposed to it because everyone else has been vaccinated. Get your um, shots. What else? The acting attorney general, the guy who replaced Sessions, he used his company used to sell big dick toilets. So Shut toilets that your oh, so your cock would, doesn't hang wouldn't wouldn't touch yeah. water. Oh yeah. Oh, I like that. It's mostly for saggy balls, guys, though. Yeah, he was right. I think they were advertising. Yes, yeah, so your dick doesn't dip in, but really old balls. Because we already have the elongated bowl. Like there's right. Like sometimes the bowl you ever notice you like sit down. And you're like, wait, I can barely get my dick in this bowl because it's the short bowl. Yeah. Now they're mostly they have the long. It's more of an oval shaped bowl to get your whole dick and balls in there in the front. But the depth can be an issue because some dude's got some saggy ass balls that hang in the water, and that's pretty fucking gross. But if you had that toilet, people went to your house, they'd be like, "What's going on there? Yeah, what's it's pretty nice? Where do you get odd, this? It's an odd toilet. Yeah, oh, uh, what's going on here? It's for my big ass dick. For the rumor. You, why do you have that? My my yeah. big dick. For the rumor. I got a big ass dick. Yeah, it's a rumor I starter. A, I, I need a special toilet. <laughs> Big ass dick. Pretty cool. Uh, He's the acting yeah. attorney general now. Yeah, no, um, I like that. Uh, McDonald's worker faces charges after trying to shove bacon in her manager's mouth. I mean, what's what's wrong with the manager? He didn't want some bacon. Uh, like who's who turns down bacon? McDonald's bacon. 
I'm guessing. I haven't had McDonald's in a while, but I'm guessing it's not so good. I mean, yeah. South Carolina. They're, they're both at McDonald's. I don't see the big deal. At all. Uh, have, a, have bacon. Yeah, the guy's name is Bradley Ray Rissinger. So I was thinking maybe if religious-wise, that would be a problem for him. But oh, could be right. No, Bradley Ray Rissinger. Right. He's oh, no. a dirty animal. Uh, let's go over to Kansas. White Kansas officials' master race comment draws calls for his resignation. I hate it when that happens. I fucking hate when I accidentally just, say some super racist shit in front of people. I mean, all to battle. I mean, who who among us hasn't just completely yes. uh, discredited all the other uh, races? Kansas. What's wrong with Kansas? Uh, okay, what else? Man sues British Airways for sitting him next to, quote, extremely large passenger. I, I mean, it's I an issue. I, it's an issue, and I am sorry. Yeah. Um, like, like I said, I'm not wayfish myself. But right. when you're spilling into other people's seats, yeah, you're kind of taking up two seats. You got to buy two seats. And they I remember that, Kevin that Smith Kevin had Smith. an issue. Guess what? Well, he did buy two seats, though. I think the issue but was he, he bought to, two right? seats, and yeah, and then they sat somebody in the oh, in one of his not, seats or something. I can't remember the details. I could be fucking it all up. But I just think, like, you know, you you yeah. can't spill into someone else's seat. You the can't. Seats are, the seats are pretty small. You know, it's that's why you kind of gotta be like Southwest. You know, like they kind of do have it figured out. Like they get you, they get you there, and they line you up. You get there first. You get the pick of the seats. Yeah. Of course, some big fat ass could come sit next to you. Yeah. Uh, so a guy got drunk at a Baltimore um, production of Fiddler on the Roof. And uh, unfortunately, he yelled out, Heil Trump. And he said <laughs> he thought it was, a, it was a good idea while he was drunk. Well, he was drunk. <laughs> also, who, who drug him to Fiddler on the Roof? Yeah, a Baltimore production of Fiddler on the Roof. It's not like he's getting Mandy yeah, Patinkin. It's not Broadway, there. yeah. <laughs> you're getting yeah. you're getting extras on uh, the Wire playing. Yeah, uh, it's so yes. Yeah, Snoop <laughs> is playing Tevia in Fiddler on the Roof. Like that was so roof, just just like musicals are so bad in general. Right. But then like low but like. It's not even like the best in the world doing the musical. It's just some randos. I saw something today that that the uh, they're casting for the movie adaptation of the Stephen Sondheim classic Cats. Oh no, no, that's that's Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's the worst. I get him all. confused. I get him confused. And uh, Taylor Swift is in it. And sexiest man alive, Stringer Bell. Oh no! He's gonna be up there singing and dancing as a cat. And also, like, didn't Cats end on Broadway like 15 years ago? Like, it ran for 38 years, and it was like the longest running one. And, and it was just a joke. Cat. Yeah, they're dressed as cats, and they come out like in the crowd as cats, and they sing, "We're cats." <laughs> and but now there's a movie. Like, hasn't? 
Hasn't it, the, the time passed for this? Oh, it passed on night one of Cats. Um, yes. There was a great <laughs> episode of Get a Life where uh, so it was it was called Zoo Animals on Wheels, and the, <laughs> and the animals the animals came out into the audience. And his dad and Chris Elliott was doing community theater, and his dad just said, "That's it, we're getting out of here." And they left. Yeah. And I read an interview where he, I read, yeah, and he said, "Yeah, that happened in real life. I went with my family to Cats because I was working at Letterman, and I got them tickets, thinking like this is the hot new show." And soon as the Cats got into the audience, Bob Elliott's like, "All right, we're getting out of here right now." Yeah. yeah. Awful. And it's. It's hard to leave those things, you know. You're packed in there tight. You went to you. You're known to uh, partake in musical theater. You've gone. You've been to Rent. <laughs> Got free tickets to, from my uncle, and yeah, I complained to Michelle the whole time. After you've been to other things, <laughs> been to many things. Uh, I feel like I feel like the Hamilton stuff has finally died off. Thank God. We remember will, when we were getting inundated say, I, with Hamilton. I still have no desire to see Hamilton. I will of say, not. I thought he did a pretty good job on Curb. Yeah, he played an asshole. But I thought was, he played yeah, it well. Like was good. he was, you know, I, I give yeah. people credit when they're not afraid to play an asshole. Yeah, that's true. Himself. Yeah, like he's and he's and he's playing himself, so it makes him like look like he's an asshole. FYI, season I think it's ten of Curb Your Enthusiasm in production really? as we speak. Awesome. That was yeah, a good season. Wait. Yeah, it was really good. It was funny. Okay. <laughs> He'll go for it. Like the whole PTSD thing. And he, he yeah. had Tom Hanks's son play like a veteran. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. All, All right. right. What so else? Let's, yeah. let's finish on a feel good story. This is the last uh, story. Yeah. Turtle found by U.S. Coast Guard. Kind of nice when they, you know, help animal rescue. Yeah, they're endangered. A lot of like, a lot of the natives, they'll fucking kill those things and make soup out of them. And they're beautiful animals. Right. They live hundreds of years. Well, they, they get they, eaten by birds. They took him out of harm's way, and yeah. they saw he was strapped with fifty three million dollars worth of cocaine. <laughs> he was a mule. Was he trained? A trained. He was I muling mean, yayo. Yeah, I mean, he is. They show he's just got bricks attached to him. That's crazy. And they're just poking him with like, you know, animal handler things. He had That's crazy. 1,800 pounds of cocaine on like, yeah, they're just floating bricks. Yeah, because they'll, what they'll do is they'll drop that shit in the ocean with a beacon on it. And then somebody will run out there with a boat yeah, right quick just from the chained, keys or whatever. He's just chained to 75 feet yeah. of line where the bricks of cocaine. It's an amazing photo. Yeah, I've I've seen that keys set netflix show with the dreamy kyle chandler oh, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. australian ben mendelson good actor yeah oh he's very good and also the very attractive linda cardellini big fan huge fan of linda cardellini they should put her in more shit speaking of people that should be in more shit She's in my shit on a day-to-day basis, talking about I don't use the sponge properly at the sink, I track things in from outside, she's very much on top of things, and for this show, she's on top of what's happening in the world of pop culture. Of course, I'm talking about our very own 
Fancy Sauce. How are you doing, Fancy? Hey, Kate. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Kate. How are you? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. That was a, that was a good pull. What was the hey name? Guys. What was the name of that show in the Keys with Kyle Chandler and Bloodline. the, and the Bloodline. Bloodline. Bloodline and the band? Yeah. The mm-hmm. problem is, is that it got to be it got show. to be the same thing over and over. It so was I think pretty trashy, they did three seasons and we only did like one. I could probably pick it back up again. Yeah. My move and, with most of these shows is I want to see where it's going, so I'll give it a full season, and then when they announce season two's out, I make that the happy decision of myself. I don't yeah, feel like watching this. Go. I feel yeah. so great about it. It's 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 very relieving. I will say this. Kate turned me on to a show that I would, didn't think I was going to like oh. from the B, from BBC America, Killing Eve. I've oh, heard yeah. Strong recommendation. Very good. It's on BBC America. So if you have like DirecTV or whatever and you have that channel, it's mm-hmm. on demand. Um, very, very good. It's yeah, a, it's a, good. it's like a British mi6 situation where there's an they're tracking an assassin but it's also sort of light-hearted and funny very good show killing eve two things i, I love are tracking down bad guys yeah and revenge plots i love revenge yeah and it's and it's a it's a female it's a female assassin and she's well, like she's the a best serial killer she's also a serial killer mm-hmm. but she okay. kills people that she's i'm not gonna judge is she like a dexter not just i mean she yeah. kills other people too well yeah she'll kill she doesn't care who she kills because she's a sociopath mm-hmm. um yeah it's pretty good you should check it out killing eve i think it's only like eight episodes which is a if you tell me something's like short i'm pretty into it i'm i can commit to things that are only like eight like scrubs. or ten Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Quick email. I have a horrific parenting experience to share with you. And g- given the fact you are experienced parents yourself. Do you think you dress like a fake referee? And I know you sit on the correct side of this issue. I trust you can help me. My family and I were sitting together eating a nice, normal meal of pizza. No ketchup sauce, dipping, or crust first. Good man. Then out of nowhere, I see my three-year-old flip that slice around and take a big old bite out of that crust. Obviously, children at this age are learning, and we need to be supportive of them through all of their errors, encouraging them to do things the right way with compassion. However, this is such an egregious error. I am questioning if some more serious intervention is needed. Do I need to bring some Canadians in to put on some kind of scared straight program? <laughs> what do you recommend? <laughs> Keith in Indiana, Team Current episode, Team Every episode, Team Patreon. Oh, that's a triple threat guy right there. Yeah, thanks for that, Keith. Thanks. I'll say this. This is a three-year-old. And here's here's what you see a lot of kids. Now, crust first is obviously that's that's psychopathic behavior. And if it continues – you might have to send your child somewhere for re-education. To mil- mil- mm-hmm. military school. You might want to just put a burrito in front of him just to make sure he doesn't start from the from middle. From the middle, like Bieber, oh, yeah. Well, it was, it was a, it, a picture, right? It turned out to be a work, but yeah, it, was, it was a Bieber lookalike. Yeah, thought it was Bieber. It was a Bieber. It turned out to be a Bieber lookalike. Disturbing. Very um, disturbing. Three, yeah, I mean, the, the first rule is three-year-olds are assholes. That's, yeah, yeah, they don't know. They don't know. I would yeah. give like a year, definitely by five if this bullshit's continuing. Yeah, you you send them to the Citadel or something like that. Yeah, for sure. But I will. But 
possibly it could be a blessing in disguise because we all know these brats that'll come in and they'll come over to your house and you got some pizza and they'll eat six, seven slices, but they'll just leave a big pile of those crusts. That bothers me. It's just, it's like, hey, if you take a slice. Yeah, you won't be so hungry. Yeah, you eat the whole fucking slice. Like yeah, the, the I'm crust like an is Eskimo. part of the slice. I'm like an Eskimo with my pizza yeah. slice. I use the entire thing. Yeah, you're like an Eskimo with a with a walrus seal dick. Exactly. Use the whole fucking Elephant thing. seal. You're eating the fuck out of that dick. Using the ink, everything. All everything of it. The blubber. Of course. Absolutely. So maybe, maybe your three-year-old is a little ahead of the curve where he's like, hey <laughs> – I'm going to eat this crust. I'm not going to be like these other whack-ass kids that leave the fucking crust. That's true. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Kate, good to have you here. Fancy sauce. What is going on in the world of pop culture? Well... It's Takashi 69. There's something going on with him. A lot of buzz. A lot of buzz about it's that guy. Ah, Kate, what is happening in the world of fancy pop? Wow. What is that going song on in pop culture? Really always just it's gets beautiful. Me. It's a beautiful song. Um I well a lot's going on, but I just want to start by saying we have a new member to the Patreon fan. Oh, probably coming in for Shout out Greasy Ed's picks. Scott K. All right, K. Scott. Period. Thank you, Scott. Not sure. K. Uh, period. Yeah. yeah, Scott, you the man, buddy. Appreciate Scott, your donation. Welcome. Now well, you're privy yeah. to our Patreon Follow only content. Right. Follow Weekly Ed's picks. picks. More Patreon stuff. Okay, guys. Coming so, there. Sixteen and six, by the way. Sixteen Inc- and six. Including, I haven't decided, Kate and I are probably going to start doing a recap to the Connie Britton, oh. Eric Banana, Dirty John mini series. Dirty John series. Start? No, it starts Sunday night. Pretty excited. I'd be up for that. I, oh, I oh, you want to get on? I, are you going to watch the show? I, I don't listen, want, I don't I want you being real pod. negative about the show. No, no, no. Hang on. Oh, okay. I just didn't like, what was it, Chad? Uh yeah, the the nephew. The nephew, I hated him. <laughs> yes, but I I, he's Connie a character. Britain. Love I've Connie seen... Britton, oh, and she's, a bang- I, she's banging. And uh, I enjoyed laughing at the chick taking the uh, Walking Dead lessons. So oh so oh yeah, Tara. Tara. It appears <laughs> so. We were all very interested in um, Jacqueline, the daughter with the, all the Birkin bags and a safe, who mm-hmm. who had pegged John as an asshole from the beginning, right? Apparently, from what I've seen in the trailer, there, there's one daughter. There is no Jacqueline. No, there's she has three. She has three daughters. I think they may have merged two the two ancillary daughters together. Oh, and Tara is her own and, character. And so herself. she, yeah. Okay. So she's called Veronica. Mm, so okay. may some, maybe some creative license. So maybe we start we start next week doing a Dirty John recap, and we throw that on Patreon. I'd be that. You guys okay. like that idea? Okay. Um, Kate, what else is going on? Okay, I've got a lot of stories to get through tonight. Let's get, so let's, I don't want any, like, do it. dong talk interruptions. Okay? Let's do this. Well, you, well, 
we'll give you the time to get through them. But you know, you're the one who's been bringing up dongs lately. Yeah, you're the you're the you're dong obsessed over there. Um. Okay. So Brian Austin Green. Bag. 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 <laughs> Bag. David. David Silver. Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Before he hooked up with um, current wife Megan Fox and had three children. Yep. He was um, the Gina Kincaid, I think. Yep. That's right. He has. Uh, they have two-year-old Journey River, th- four and a half-year-old Bodie Ransom, Bodie Ransom, six-year-old Noah Shannon. Oh. Noah um, Shannon is is a is a name. Yeah, that's, that's a normal name. Prior to that, Brian Austin Green and Vanessa Marcel. She might remember Huge her from fan. Las Vegas, yeah. the TV show. She was also on Nine Hundred Two One Zero. They had and I believe she's on Nick General Cage's, Hospital. Nick Cage's girlfriend in the in yeah. the Rocks. So, Oh yeah, The Rock. They had a child who's now yeah, sixteen year old. Sixteen years old. Yeah, Cassius Elijah. Yeah, they weren't married. Um, Cassius is yes now sixteen, and Marcel has been very vocal on Instagram of late, um, telling all the fans that Brian um, Bag and Megan. Yeah. Um, sort of got rid of Cassius's bedroom uh, about five and a half years ago in their house and that he's never met his youngest brother and they don't, and doesn't know where they live, isn't allowed to know their address, their yeah. physical address, um, which is kind of sad. That is sad. Poor kid. Do he's bag. Cut out of the, the dad's bag, new family. Bag, life. do your thing and be a fucking man and be a man for that kid. Because yeah. he needs you, and he's going to end up fucked up if you're not around to teach him shit he needs to know. Do you you're think he masturbates up that kid. to his mom? <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I will say this. I saw this story, and Vanessa Marcel that had a she link looked, to – she looks so good. Yeah, she's, 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 she's – Michelle still watches General Hospital. She records it and then like kind of fast-forwards through. Yeah. But – she makes reappearances like every few years. And, Does she? Yeah, and just like because they they kept the, you know how they usually recast. Yes, they yeah. kept the character open, and she yeah she looks the same. She looks so good. Um, part of this story is, and I don't know if this is true, but Marcel says that twelve years ago she was served legal papers and spent eight years defending herself in um and her son in custody court. Yeah. In response to Bag and Megan's trying to get full custody of Cassius and asking for two hundred thousand dollars child support yeah. from, from her, What's, how she it's got crazy? Wouldn't Bag have the money from the residuals from B Hills? Boxes in movies, so not B-Hills sure what's going on there. You know who what? worked closely with her and had good things to say about her, saying she was very friendly. Craigslist three, threesome guy. Oh, he knows Vanessa Fox, or no? I mean, uh, Megan Fox. No, Marcel. Oh, Van, Van, uh, Vanessa. Oh, yeah. She's she's. Very he said she attractive. was she was cool. He worked with her. Oh yeah, interesting. Did he? Uh, he try to put run any game on that? He he might have tried, but it didn't work out. Didn't um, work out. he he didn't talk about it, so that means yeah. now it went nowhere. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. Hey, appreciate him taking a shot. Well, good for Vanessa Marcel. She's really holding it together, taking care of that kid of hers, and looking hot at fifty years old. Uh, Kate, what else? Um, Casey Kasem passed away. All right, I think it was 2014. Yeah, it was a big thing. That was his a body was a fun ending with with the wife. Yeah, yeah, um, they were hiding his body. Yeah. Also, he had a hundred million in the bank. It's a very dark story. Um, 
which will be the focus of Saturday's 48 Hours, 10 p.m. Ooh. on CBS, which I will oh, be yes. recording. You'll be recording that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so the ongoing battle pits Jeannie Kasem, which is Kasem's second wife against his three children um, from his first marriage, Carrie, Julie, and Michael. Um, so it goes into all the sort of details in this episode. Um, but basically, the kids claim that Jeannie, um, they uh, was, um, you know, Sorry, Casey Kasem was a victim of elder abuse at the hands yeah. of his second wife, Jeannie. Yeah, she squirreled him away to Washington State because the, the laws right. were different there. And she had um, more and control. Then the acting jobs after the Tortellis. No, that was it for her being yeah. being uh, Nick Tortelli's wife. Then the wife. kids got him back to a hospital yep. where he later died, but Jeannie countersued the kids for forcing Casey to return to this hospital where she claims – um, that they unhooked his nutrition, hydration, and medicine and left him to die, um, so claiming that all they wanted was a share of his life insurance. So they're both um, accusing each other of wanting um, to get hold of his money wow. as, as quickly as possible. Was he like, and that was at number six. That was Walk Like an Egyptian from the Bangles. Please reinsert my feeding tube. And so Jean, she's claiming after um, this, Give me more morphine. <laughs> She's claiming he uh, was a victim of homicide. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But of... also she then shipped his body off to Oslo yes. for some reason. Oslo? Um, and the kids say it was done completely out of the sp- out of spite so they can't visit the grave. You know how rich... So he's in an arm- unmarked grave in, Nor- you in know Norway. You're rich as, you very know you're odd. rich as fuck if you're sending a body to Oslo. Right. Like, you're a rich motherfucker. You know who this is on, though? I mean, I don't know how out of it Casey was. Yeah, you gotta write this shit down. It's, it's on the, the parent themselves, just like Brian Austin Green. Like, maybe the blame is on, uh, what's it, Megan Fox. But the parent has got to step up here. And Casey Kasem should have known that his new wife hated his kids or was trying to. Because this didn't just happen when he got old. I'm sure that they didn't get along. That's on the parent. Yeah. Uh, but Ed, you are forgetting that I was incapacitated. <laughs> Our answer in a minute. First, I'm going to dedicate this to a dead dog. You ever see that? Out- you ever listen to that outtake where yes, he's livid? I'm trying to yes. end this on a high note, and I've got a dead fucking dog. It's so good. It's kind of like I need to come up with my Alzheimer's plan yeah. before the Alzheimer's starts write, kicking in. But I just that, need to remember to do that. Write you know that what? shit it down. Over well, when I mentioned that to my mom, I was saying like, oh, "Do you want to be in a home?" And she was very angry with me. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you'll be like, "Mom, you're not going to know." So just tell me now. <laughs> I told her, "Listen, doing nothing means I'm putting you in a home." So yeah, sorry. Peace out. Or you uh, look okay. like my sister, but not me. <laughs> what else, Kate? <laughs> um, embattled TV star Heather Locklear, oh. um, who's really had a tough year. She's not really holding it together like Vanessa Marcel, um, that's for sure. Yeah, she was hospitalized for a psychiatric evaluation in June after she threatened to shoot herself because she thought her fiancé was cheating on her. Uh, I bet he wants out. She was released three right. days later and was arrested four days after for yeah. battery of an EMT. I believe we covered that story here. Yeah. She was hospitalized again later that month after Oof. a reported overdose 
closer to home and she completed a rehab stay to wrap up her summer. Um, well, Locklear has been placed on a 5150 psychiatric hold. Um, she was at her home and someone called 911 for her. I don't think Wait, when did any- this happen? This just happened uh, on Sunday night. Yeah. It's she needs some serious help. Very worried. Is so, is, is it is, is a sad story, story when that she's on something or it's no, just no. I think she's has serious like yeah. mental probably bipolar issues. Yes. She's having another um you know psychiatric break. And I bet she, so much was covered up when she was just the hot star. Yes. Exactly. For exactly sure. right when she was sliding across the hood with that with the moosed hair on TJ Hooker, everything was fine. Yeah, and when she was what's her name on Melrose, the boss bitch. What was her name? Forgot. I can't remember. Can't believe I forgot. But she was she was getting deep dicked by Jack Wagner, and then was also getting deep dicked by Jack Wagner IRL. And oh, yeah. At the end, she was with Charlie Sheen on Spin City when they replaced Michael J. Fox. Right, that is a little tidbit for you youngsters out there. (laughs) Heather Locklear coming in at number nine. Amanda Woodward was her name. Um, Amanda, that's right. She was a boss bitch on Melrose. That's right. I was into the redhead Sydney and Melrose. Yes, who did a little crossover at nine hundred two one L. I right, think. who I- IRL married the gay guy who also was a bit character as one of the basketball players on the Dragons in oh. Teen Wolf. <laughs> Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson coming Doug Peterson. in at number oh, five. God. Eagles coach, the other Doug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what else? That, that might not be his name, by the way, Doug Peterson. Um, I have some sad news. Yeah, so, so are you okay. guys sitting down? JK. Paris Hilton and fiance Chris Silka have split up. A source close to the couple who were first linked in February 2017 (laughs) um, say she broke up with him. She's busy working and realized he wasn't the guy for her. She's busy working. Was the working, was there finger quotes around the. Working. No, this she is, has this all these perfumes. Well, yeah, like she really Does works. Does she do things? Yeah. No, she has a huge. Um, yeah, she's a DJ. Personal brand. I she, she has that perfumes that make so much money. There was a stretch where I was thinking I would do anything for her to not be famous anymore, and now she's mm-hmm. not. But she was just replaced with the Kardashians. It just. Yeah, but she, yes, but she's still <laughs> like perfect. she's very popular in like Dubai. She's I currently in Dubai, Dubai, actually promoting yeah. her new fragrance. Which probably makes her a shit ton of in money. In the UAE. If you got a fragrance, you're rich as fuck. Um, no word about what happens to that $2 million, 20-carat diamond ring um, Chris, so the, quote, gave her. So the <laughs> thing is she's super rich, and the guy she was engaged to was, so, like, a, was like a character actor. Yeah, so, so he bought she okay. bought a ring for herself he, for him to give to he her. He didn't have like $2, right? two million no. to drop on a ring. I don't reckon. Most people don't. So poor Paris, she she's has a really mm, tough fi- time finding love. love. Mm-hmm. Remember, she did that. Uh, she did that sex tape with the guy that got married to Chris. Um, oh Not yeah, Rick Ray Solomon. J. Rick oh, yeah, Solomon. Solomon. He is so gross and such a creep. I can tell you, I have seen him up close and personal many times. That dude is packing a meat. Hammer. Yeah, but like a gross, dirty one I that's mean, been everywhere. A, yeah, so a, she, that he dude, might have given her so something nasty. else. 
That dude has got a stick. Congratulations, Paris. You have STDs. That guy's got the wisdom of Solomon in dick form. I did not bring up the Solomon. My dick will tell you. You brought up the dog. Are we so it's if, totally out of the blue? So if you found a segue to talk about, Dom. so if you know Rick Solomon, yeah. can we are we to understand that you may be able to comment whether or not Rick Solomon <laughs> is or is not a loudcomer? Loudcomer. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Solomon. Is Rick Solomon a loud comer? With you your ex roommate. Yes or no, Kate? Your Rick Solomon in this in the sex tape with Paris Hilton, it was like in uh it was in you know, like night vision. So it was super <laughs> yeah, weird. It was like, it was like raccoon eyes. And but there, there was one thing that was casting a massive shadow and that was Rick Solomon's hog. Even in the hog. absence of light, there was a giant shadow maker. Sounds yeah. like you yeah. both got a long, hard look at it. What, oh, what's, can we, yes or no, Rick Solomon loudcomer? I, I don't know. Okay. All right. Next All story. right, moving on. Yep. Um, an aspiring actress has filed a petition for a restraining order against lawyer Michael Avenatti. On oh. Monday. Can we be done with this guy finally? I know. Um, this chick, I'm going to butcher her name. Morelli Minuti. Oh, change it. Minuti. Change it. He had a bit part in Ocean's 8, filed the paperwork at a Santa Monica courthouse just days after Avenatti was accused of a domestic violence incident that allegedly left a woman's face swollen and bruised. Avenatti is claiming that this is part of a takedown scheme. Um, what was it? He what? tweeted, first Mueller and now me. Oh, who gives a fuck? When we are fully exonerated, I am coming I for you, it. Jacob Wool, a.k.a. Shore Fire. Uh, so he's actually care. like pinning it on somebody. No. Yeah, don't care. Don't care. But also this chick, what was her name? Morelli Minuti. Yeah, who can forget the iconic career of the great Isher Danilovich? You remember all the great movies Isher Danilovich was in? <laughs> No, you don't, because he changed his fucking name to Kirk Douglas. Change your name, <laughs> Is that chick. True? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, she was probably like a cocktail waitress in Ocean's Eight. Yeah, of course. So She's the jury's out um, on whether he is a domestic abuser or not. I guess. Don't care. Hopefully, we'll find out. Yes, let the but let the truth win out, regardless. But this is this is the world we live in because now we now that fuckface is in the White House the, mm-hmm. that and they got a lot of ratings. All these fucking shitty news organizations put fuckface on TV every night because he yeah. made a good soundbite and that made him the president. You get these fucking ambulance chasers coming out of nowhere, going, "Hey, I can do that too." And guess what? They can. Hundred percent. Get rid of him. We live in uh, done with him. Dark times. Yep. All right. I okay, don't care I'm going to like wrap it up mm-hmm. with my um, There's no way Kirk Douglas with, is 59. My big story of the evening. Oh yeah. Takashi 69 oh. arrested <clears throat> on firearms and racketeering charges Oof. faces possible life sentence. Sounds like um, somebody Takashi- is flying too high to, too close to the sun. Yeah, so he's already in legal trouble on multiple <clears throat> fronts. He was arrested in New York Sunday night on federal racketeering and firearms charges. Racketeering, for those that don't know, like me, 
A person who engages in dishonest or fraudulent business dealings does not sound like the Takashi Six Nine we know. It really doesn't. Yeah. The rapper whose real name with his abuela. <laughs> yeah, he gave her all that money, and I'm sure he paid taxes on that. His real name is Daniel Hernandez, and three others. His former manager, Shoddy. Shoddy. And associates, Shoddy the Fahim, pimp. Walter, and Jensel Butler, remain in custody yes. after he was arraigned Monday afternoon. The eight court, sorry, eight count indictment claims Hernandez and other defendants participated in the operation and management of the Nine Trey Gangsta Bloods Gang. Oh, no. Uh oh. That's not good. <laughs> that's not so Hernandez, good. Jordan, and two others are accused of robbing unidentified rivals of the gang at gunpoint on April 3rd. The indictment also mentions a July 16 shooting incident in Brooklyn. Um, Hernandez and others are accused of agreeing to shoot an individual who had shown disrespect to members of Nine Trey. Ooh, you can't um, disrespect Nine Trey. You're fucked. And as a result, an innocent bystander was shot. Coming in at number 69 on Rikers Island is Tekashi 69. And I don't want to judge someone on appearance, but when you show up at court and you've got 69, 69s all over you, yeah, it's going yeah. to be a tough sell for the judge. Yeah. Also, he's in Gen Pop, and I don't feel like he really um, can hold his own. Like, hopefully, for for his sake, SoundCloud hope, rappers usually don't yeah. have enough. Well, hopefully, he is the actual leader of the gang, as he's being accused of, because then he'll have some protection on the inside. Otherwise, it could be a tough, tough road to hoe for old Tekashi. <laughs> Tekashi is looking at some real prison time. Yeah, life. I would like to get him off the streets and out of the um, airwaves. I feel like we could get like Dr. Drew on this and we could do like a scared straight type of mm -hmm. show. Put him in a house. Yeah. Get Looks Tom like Sizemore Takashi in there. Got 86. Like clean him up. <laughs> like remove all his tattoos. Give him a yes. haircut. Like get Get those get him gold a job at, out of his mouth. Get him a job at Subway. Like a yeah. sweet haircut and a pair of horn room glasses. <laughs> yeah, like he could bro down with what's, Leaf what's Garrett. Get glass, him. Those glasses, is that a 69? No, no. no just... Maybe help him get his GED. I, I put that behind me. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Well, I hope God it all works out. I mean, I, do, I don't hope it all works what? out. I hope he goes don't down. Don't be a hater. I hope he goes down I, for whatever he's done. What? Well, yeah. You, did you see the joy on his abuela's face? Yeah, he gave her all those stacks on stacks. <laughs> He's a registered sex I'm sure, I'm sure grandma, yeah. grandma knows exactly what to do with like a stack of bills. I know. Exactly. Buy tortillas. <laughs> uh, is, is that it, Kate? That's it. Okay. Um, excellent job all the way around. Kate McManus. That would be me. Thank you very much. Hey, Lord. you're welcome. Ed Day coming in at number two behind the host of the show, Brian Beckner, is our very own Ed Daly. Great job, us. Great job all the way around. Here so, comes Walk Like an Egyptian. For Kate McManus. For Ed Daly. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 244 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Bye, everyone.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.